Hey there, welcome to the Path to Transformation. I'm your host, Tammy Udoenko. I'm a former elementary school teacher turned health and wellness coach. After experiencing burnout and loss, I set forth on my own journey to wellness. Now I help women transform their lifestyles to prevent burnout, experience more joy, and feel good in their skin. If you've ever dealt with stress, anxiety, or perfectionism, you are in the right place. I will be talking about all things wellness and mindset to the highs and lows that life might throw at us. There's no sugarcoating or toxic positivity here. It's time to get real. So without further ado, let's get started. So today I have on Anel from the Brave in Her podcast, and she's going to tell us about her story with her kidney transplant. So Anel, thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you, Tammy, for for having me on your podcast. Yeah. Can you um, tell us a little bit about, you know, you, where you're from? Um, so like Tammy said, my name is Anel uh, or Anel Aguirre, and I am from Southern California. I am the host of The Brave and Her, and um, I'm married with a 12-year-old stepdaughter. Oh, actually, this Friday is going to be our 10-year anniversary. Oh, congrats. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, so tell me, tell us a little bit about your like childhood growing up like leading up to? So I was born with um, kidney disease. Um, I was born with only one kidney, which is actually more normal than um, people think. Um, You can survive with one kidney. However, my kidney wasn't um, like it didn't fully like develop. So when I was 12 years old, it stopped working and I had to start dialysis. Um, And literally um, I was having, uh, like the fistula surgery, um, or, you know, to get dialysis the end of July and of 1996. And then, um, literally on August 30th of that same year, uh, exactly like a month later, I was having a life-saving, um, kidney transplant, but before the kidney transplant, um, growing up, um, I hardly, you know, have any memories. I think I blocked a lot of um, that, like my childhood, because I was always like really tired because my kidney um, wasn't working. I remember not being able to like really run and play outside with the kids because again, I was always tired. Um, In school, uh, in an elementary school, I didn't like school at all. (laughs) And so I, you know, I, you know, I always like the excuse of like, oh, I have a doctor's appointment. So, you know, I will always hope that, you know, I didn't have to go to school because for me, it was really hard to pay attention. And that, be, that became more noticeable in, in sixth grade when I went into um, middle school. I literally, that my first, um, my first semester, I got all like D's and F's. Like it was, it was that bad because I wasn't able to concentrate because of my low kidney function. I was always tired and, you know, that just comes with a lot of other consequences, right? Like not being able to concentrate, having brain fog. Um, and then, so I got the transplant and literally was a complete change. As soon as I came back, um, you know, I started being able to focus because now I had all this energy that I've never had before. 
and straight A's. Started getting all straight A's, even like in math. Um, I know many people struggle with math. For me, math was like so easy. Um, kids in my in my class would like try to copy me, and so, <laughs> um, so it was like a complete you know transformation, right? Um, you know, just it just comes to like have that focus on health, right? How important health is for everything for our emotional and our, and our mental um, health, right? Yes, they're so interconnected. Like, and I think I know, like my mom was sick a lot. Um, the past uh, 10 or so years, it just like slowly developed. And she developed like an autoimmune, but it was like no answers. But I know that like, it definitely affected her quality of life and like her energy and she wasn't able to show up probably as she would like to. So right. thank you for sharing that. So when you were a teenager, did you feel like you were able to have like once the transplant happened, did you feel like you were able to have like a normal teenage hood? Um, so in elementary school, a lot of kids knew that, you know, I was sick, right? Um, just because I don't know, like my parents would talk to the teachers and like the students were right there. So they could hear and, um, all this stuff. Right. And then in middle school in, you know, middle school normally is like three years, six, seven and eighth grade. Right. So in those three years, I probably missed like six months out of that because I had two major surgeries in, in middle school. So you know, again, kids knew there was something with, you know, something, I guess, quote unquote wrong, you know, there was something, you know, I had some kind of illness, right, because I was out, um, out of school a lot. Um, And then they started treating me like different, or um, I couldn't make any friends because I wasn't consistent in school. So during like middle school, I hardly, you know, I actually didn't even have any friends. And so then in high school, when I started high school, I went to, I didn't go to my home high school. Like I went to a different high school. So I just, you know, kind of like told myself, or I guess promised myself not to say anything and try to blend in, right? Like just try to like be a normal teenager. So that's what I did. I never, I hardly even spoke about kidney disease or going through whatever. I don't think I really got sick much or if I did was mostly in the summer I remember um in high school and in college I would get mostly sick in the summer so you know my my um classmates or my friends wouldn't really notice it um but yeah I try to hide it because I didn't want to feel like you know people are like or my peers were pushing me to the side or you know making me feel like I'm the sick person or whatever. Right. So I just try to blend in. Right. You wanted to be like known for more almost or known more than just the sick person. Right. Yeah. So did you find like as like a young adult, like after post high school, um, did you find yourself with any other like health um, like issues with relating to that? Or were you like pretty good still? Um, so since transplant, since I got the transplant, I've always have to be on immunosuppressants. 
Um, I take three in the beginning was a lot more medicine. Um, but you know, as you progress and you're doing fine, then your, um, your medications got get cut, you know, cut down. Um, so right now I'm on three and like low dosage. Um, and I'm still doing stable, you know, not great as in the beginning, obviously, because a kidney transplant is honestly not a, a cure is just a temp, you know, I guess temporary fix for me. It's been almost so that's great for some people it's for one year, two years, three years, 10 years, 15 years, everyone's different and everyone's um, body reacts different. Um, my kidney, I'm just really blessed that I got a really good kidney. Um, my donor must've been like a really healthy person or something. I don't know, but my kidney has been great. So how do you feel like, I know you said that, you know, you were born with the kidney disease, so you don't really know different, but um, how would you say that having had the transplant, how did that kind of maybe change your perspective or view on life? So, okay. So I was saying like in the beginning, like the first, like, I guess half of my life, um, you know, I was focused on like not speaking about it, not sharing, you know, trying to just blend in, but then as an adult, um, and then hearing other stories kind of made me realize that I'm not only hurting myself, but I'm also hurting others by me not sharing my story. And since I started sharing my story, I've had people message me and saying, you know, thank you for sharing. It gives me hope. Hopefully, you know, um, one day I'll get a kidney transplant. And these are people that probably are on the wait list or on um, or just got diagnosed with kidney um, kidney disease or they're on um, dialysis. So by me sharing my story, like it gives them hope that one day they'll find a kidney to you know for to have a kidney transplant, or if they just recently had a kidney transplant, it also gives them hope that you know maybe their kidney transplant will last as long as mine has lasted so far. That's beautiful that like, that you're able, you know, that you've come to a place where you feel you can share your story and, you know, help all these people give them hope because I think, I don't know, I'm I'm from a believer and sometimes, you know, we get dealt these cards, but it's what we kind of do to help others with it. Yeah, I I can easily just sit here and like, crime you know and you know have a victim mentality and why is this happening to me why was I born with this and don't get me wrong I get those days where I'm like I I don't think I can do this anymore right Mm -hmm. but most of my days you know thank god like I have a positive outlook um on it and this is not happening happening for you know to me is happening for me so I can help others that might not have that strong mentality you know Right. It's that perspective that like really helps, um, like, because I know, yeah, because the vic, the victimhood, like, I just, I'm like, honor you so much for, you know, not like, like, I know you said you do have those days sometimes because not every day is going to be rainbows and positive positivity, but that's one beautiful. And I used to, um, be mad or like get mad at myself for like, um, having those days where like, 
you know, oh, poor me, or, you know, I'll cry or whatever. But then I've learned how to, like, deal with that and um, and know it's out of my control because um, in my medication also messes with, like, my hormones, right? So this is the medication that I have to take, you know, to live, right? It's, like, life support um, to keep, you know, my, my, um, my kidney. So what the medicine does is actually... Um, suppresses my immune system so my my um, my immune system my body is not strong enough to reject the the kidney because even though it's in me it was not mine it's someone else's right yes um that yeah that's one thing that like I feel like we don't like always think about is like it our bodies like would reject it if we didn't have like the medication and I think, and like, I, it's, I'm just so glad that we get to talk because I know that like my mom, she was like organ donor. So I don't know like what they, you know, took, but I'm, you know, I'm like happy that somebody, you know, um, it helped somebody and like that I'm able to talk to you who's, who had a transplant. So that's like, that, that makes me really grateful that we've got to connect. <laughs> so, um, for, for your mom, like donating, that's, um, that's, that's really important for people to know that, um, you know, for organ donation, it does save lives. It saved my life and saved so many lives. So, um, how do you, how would you say, I know you said now, like you still, you get tired sometimes and like, but how do you feel like you're doing overall? Like, you know, maybe mentally, physically, like, how do you feel like with um so mentally I've um I've been working on getting better um I recently quit my job maybe four months ago or so four and a half months ago um I quit my job because it was already affecting um somehow for some reason I was like really stressed and it was affecting my mental health and it started affecting my physical health I started getting sick um having these weird random fevers and um, even though we have a suspicion on why these fevers are happening, there's no clear answer why they were happening. But, um, so I quit maybe about four and a half months ago. And uh, I, you know, slowly started like working towards feeling like myself again. I know for like the first month, month and a half, like I slept a lot. Like I would get up like later, whatever. Some days I still do. Um, like right now when it's so hot, I'm in Southern California. So it's been hot lately during the summer. I, it's hard for me to, to even be functional during the day, to be honest. Like it, when it's hot, like I'm not hungry. I feel nauseous. I feel so tired. Like yesterday, my eyes were like closing. I'm like, I have so much <laughs> I can't be like this, but um, I mean, we have the AC on and everything, but I don't know why, like my body somehow knows that outside is like so hot and like just kind of like shuts down a little bit. But I don't know why it's happened. Like um, a lot of the summers, like I just feel like tired. But um, going back to like my mental health, like my podcast has helped me a lot because the whole um, purpose of my podcast was because one, like, because of my kidney disease, I felt alone many times. 
um, in the hospital or my house or wherever, because I didn't have a community where, you know, people understood what I was going through, right? Like, yeah, I can tell my husband, I can tell my parents, I can tell my sister, but they don't know what it's like to go through kidney disease. Um, so I wanted to create a podcast. First, um, I was thinking of doing it on kidney disease, but then I didn't want to have it so narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just opened it for, you know, women to share their stories because, hey, you know, maybe you can relate to my kidney disease, but you can relate on, you know, someone else going through something that you're going through, right? So, you know, the whole purpose of the podcast is for to share the stories of other women, but also for the listener, the receiving part, um, for them not to feel like they're alone, like someone else is going through or has gone through what they're going through. I love that. And I think like the community, like you said, it's so important because like when like people are sick, it's, it feels very lonely for so many people. And I think that's one of the things I wish my mom had, like, was like, you know, maybe a chronic illness or unknown illness support group or podcast, for example. So I love like your mission and what you're doing with it. So besides, um, the podcast do you is there uh, anything else that you like kind of do to raise awareness as well or would you say that's like your big focus um actually I'm also an ambassador for two organizations one is um it's called one legacy which is the um, organization in my area that coordinate um or match I should say match um donor and recipient actually the the cool thing is that they were the ones matching my donor and myself back in like 1996. They have all the information on, on my donor. Um, it was kind of like a private donation. Right. I'm not sure if that's even the correct word, but I know nothing about my donor. I don't know his name, nothing. All I know is what the doctor shared with my parents, which was that he, you know, he was a male, 26 years old and healthy. That's all I know. <clears throat> and I did get to confirm that with his agency, but they couldn't, like, they only confirmed, yes, he was 26, but that's it. Like, they couldn't give me any information on, on him or his family, nothing. Um, I know that the family was trying to um, just keep up with, um, like, how I was doing. But for some reason, um, I don't know, there was a misinformation that they believe that um, I stopped going to the hospital that I go to and then they stopped following up. So, which I don't know why, why that happened. But anyway, so I'm an ambassador for that to raise awareness on organ donation and how organ donation saves lives. And then I'm also an ambassador for another um, uh, organization called um, the American Kidney Fund. And for that one, actually, I get to speak to um, um, to like a con- Congress, to our, um, like my, my senator, my um, two senators and Congress women, which is in my district, mm-hmm. um, and ask them to support bills that help people with um, kidney disease or um, that benefits like organ donation or something like that. Oh my so goodness. it's pretty cool. Um, 
So I do those things and, you know, I do other little things in between, like for, for both organizations, but that's mainly like my goal for, for those two. And then, um, and then, yeah, that's it. I just, just share my story, try to share as much as I can. And, um, on social media, sometimes, sometimes it's hard, but I try on social media or, um, my podcast. Well, that's so wonderful. So what do you feel like um, something, what would you say maybe like one or more things that people could do, like listeners can do to maybe get involved or spread awareness with like organ donation and kidney disease? So for organ donation, you can go to um, the Donate Live website and I'll, I'll give that to you so you can put it on, on the notes if you can. Um, and for kidney disease, find like an organization like, um, a, you know, American Kidney Fund, the, the one that I'm in, um, involved, or the, I think the other one is um, the National Kidney Fund or something like that. I'll give you those um, links too, um, in case anyone's interested in getting involved and either learning for themselves or learning and spreading the awareness. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I definitely will include them in the, the uh, description. Um, so is there anything else that you want to add or leave the listener with? Any last thought? Um, take care of your kidneys <laughs> because, um, yeah, you don't want to find out what it's like to not having working kidneys. Um, and, you know, I would say that the two leading causes for kidney disease is um, high blood pressure and diabetes. So if you have either of those or both, um, please have a conversation with your doctor. Um, you know, what is your risk of getting or developing um, kidney disease? And if you, if you catch it early on, um, you know, it depends on what kind of kidney disease you have, but you might be able to reverse it. Um, so make sure that if you have any of those two, you know, um, blood pressure or high blood pressure or diabetes that you're, you know, you you keep yourself, um, aware and, um, checking your, your kidney level or your kidney function. Yes. That's so important, especially because so many people like nowadays, so many Americans, um, deal with both like high blood pressure and diabetes. So yeah. I'm glad you left. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that, um, piece of advice, uh, where where can um, you tell everybody to find you and can you um, share your podcast name and everything for them? Yeah, so my podcast is The Brave and Her, and that could be found in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, YouTube, and um, I think like a website. I'm still working on, on the website, like a landing page for it. Um, but yeah, but mainly it's like YouTube. Um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And then um, on Instagram, um, uh, at The Brave and Her. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I like really appreciate it. And I loved hearing everything. Thank you for having me, Tammy. Yeah. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks so much for joining me on the path to transformation today. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to share it with a friend or tag me on Instagram at TammyU underscore wellness and tell me your takeaways. All right. Until next time, sending you all the love. I'll talk to you soon.